Club and GMI. We are so glad you made it to the show while I'm still fiddling with stuff. Uh, welcome back to another week of Club NGMI. It's a big week. It's a big week. We got a lot to cover. Uh, a lot of joy, basically. Could it be euphoria? I don't know. So later on in the show, we're going to have Maddie, DCL blogger on. I don't know if it's Maddie, aka DCL blogger. I don't know if it's Maddie at DCL blogger. We're going to figure out who Ma I'm going to figure out who Maddie is. Uh, Lou's going to handle that conversation primarily. Trey did some due diligence. He has a, a few questions. Um, I don't. I'm just going to wing it. So, uh, Lou, let's start with you. How was your week? Oh, man, it's, it was a crazy week. And you know, I feel like every week we say that it's the craziest week that we've had. But uh, this one really felt like it. You know, we had... Uh, the the big story of the week were was probably the mutant apes that came out and um you know a lot of people went crazy over that they they minted at it was between 2.7 and 3 eth depending on what time you did it and now the floor is around 7 so anyone that did that seems to be positive ev so far so that was the big story i'd say is it still 7 is that where it's still at? it's like 7.1 7.2 somewhere there I think it's been hovering right around that all day. I like it. I like it. What about you, Trey? How was your week? This was, <clears throat> man, this is easily the craziest, <laughs> easily the crazy. And like, like Lou said, we say that every week, but this by far was the craziest week that I've experienced in NFTs. That's for sure. Um, had some of my biggest sales this week. I know that some other people had some of their biggest sales this week. So yeah, just a lot of euphoria going around, that's for sure. Um, but just trying to kind of soak it up and enjoy it while we still got it, right? While we still got it? What are you what are you talking about? No. That's unbelievable. I mean, Trey, I mean, come on. Already... This isn't this isn't gonna last forever. Funny to be the bearer of the bad show. news. <laughs> we've got we've got Maddie DCL blogger waiting in the wings and you're fudding the NFT space. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. What's up, guys? Stuff. Hey Maddie. How you doing? How's it going? Hey, hey, hey. Good. Good to be here. Uh, um, so, hearing Lou. some fun in the air. What's going on? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Caught me at a weak, weak point. No, uh, no. Well, so, um, Trey, as we know, the, the blockchain is free and open. You told us in our private chat you were making some moves. Care to share a move that you made? I don't want to share future moves, but maybe a move, and then we'll get into, we'll chit-chat with Maddie about Metaverse, etc. Yeah, well, um, you know, I I have I originally purchased three of the punk comics back when they were just about to sell out, and I've been holding all of them since then. I got three of the mint passes. I ended up burning one of those tokens or one of the comics to get the DAO token, and then sold the other one back when it was like a three floor, I think. So um, going into today, I had three mint passes, one comic, one DAO token, and seeing that run up here just in the last couple hours um, and seeing that I could collectively get 50 or so ETH from that, uh, I decided to list pretty much everything. So I've sold two mint passes so far. Um, I've got the comic listed for 14 and a half. Um, I sold the DAO token, and then uh, I'm still trying to decide what I'm going to do with that. Uh, 
that last mint pass. Might keep it for some exposure, just going into reveal just for fun. But uh, yeah, decided that, uh, you know, it's too good to pass up. Uh, Maddie, it's I'm glad that you're here for Trey's last show, I assume, because he's going to retire <laughs> to the Cayman Islands pretty shortly. Uh, congrats, Trey. That's exciting. It is. It uh, is. All right, Lou, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, so, you know, Maddie hit us up on Twitter, liked what he saw with some of our, our videos. So we decided, hey, you should come on the show. We'd love to hear what you have to say. So um, I guess first thing is, you know, how did you get into NFTs? And were you in crypto before? Um, have you been, I, I believe you've been in the space for a while, dangy drink. But um, yeah, tell us a little about your backstory. Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. It's just, uh, I remember coming across one of your videos. I think it was, uh, was it the one on how to mint through the contract or, or there was something? I can't remember. My brain's a blur. <laughs> but I remember going through it. And you guys do this, you guys do these videos every once a week as well? Yep. Yeah, Monday night. Yeah. Awesome. No, it's just like I'm down to connect with anyone covering the NFT space. Uh, seriously and just like gathering a community and just chatting i, I reckon it's awesome um i got into nfts or crypto like in 2017 i remember watching bitcoin going from like 500 to a thousand and two thousand and three thousand dollars and i'm like screw it i'll buy so i bought some and then um i rode the crypto wave up and down and uh i remember like in jan 2018 there was this, this 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 virtual world and uh, people were buying and selling virtual land. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I'd love to do some of that stuff. I didn't know they were NFTs. I just knew that they were doing it through blockchain. And no one really called them NFTs back then, right? No one really had a name to this space. People were calling them crypto collectibles. People were calling them virtual land. People, people were calling them all sorts of things. I actually thought people would call them crypto collectibles when they go mainstream. But it looks like NFTs caught fire. Um, but anyway... First two years of my NFT career from 2018, 2020 was me just hustling around buying and selling virtual land nonstop every day at a, at a massive spreadsheet of people to hit up and negotiate with. And I was doing it consistently. It did pretty well. And then the industry started to spread across art and gaming and then collectibles. And then it just became this massive space. And then so I had to kind of pull out a little bit from DCL and explore everywhere else and get into art. I really didn't understand it, but uh, NFT art or the industry at all, but I knew it was going to be a big thing. So I had to kind of push myself to learn it. And yeah, now I find myself covering the space as a whole and then blessed to be early where, um, you know, I've got some leverage to use with my YouTube channel that was going on back then and my Twitter and my social and I have a network that I had for three, four years. So just grateful to have been early and still part of the space. Yeah. Are you, are you still deep in the Decentraland space? Would you, and I think a, a lot of people in our chat are are less familiar with Decentraland, but um, do you say hang out in Decentraland during the day? Like, do you hop in every once in a while when there's certain events? I am always deep into DCL. Like it is my, it's my hometown <laughs> in a way. Cause it, it's like, uh, not only was I a big part of like personally buying and selling NFTs there, but I would always contact the founding team and we'd have chats and we'd have calls and we'd talk about like I would bring in my network and do bring in my partnerships and then get them launched on DCL and have HQs there. So I've always got like a special connection with DCL. I do go in every now and then, 
but currently I'm running my own um, project, the MediKey, and then I've got my own venture fund launching next month. And then I have my own personal investments and then I have the blog. So I don't really get much time to check out all that stuff, but I absolutely do keep in touch with like the community members. Uh, I know Kevin on Earth, Peanut Butter, there's a few other community members that I'm always in touch with that are pretty big in DCL and keep that place active. And I think at this point, um, it's hard to be really involved in one project. Like you've got to, I personally have to zoom out and just spread across and just be in the know and, and filter quality information, but it's just too noisy. It's too noisy to be a part of everything for me personally. We got a question from Chris. Uh, you know, we have a lot of people in our discord come from the, the gambling or sports betting um, space is, is gambling something that you take part in, in Decentraland? I know I've been to, uh, the casino in Decentraland. So I know it exists. Uh, I personally do not. Um, but I used to play a lot of poker back in the day. Um, so you can play, you can, you can play these games and not gamble for money. Like you can just play them for fun. So I, at some stage I'll go do that because we have those sort of tournaments that we might run for the Medicaid community. I personally don't gamble, but they're, they're pretty interesting at DG because DG pays you to use their machines and to play. So you kind of get paid to gamble in a way because it's kind of like it's play to earn model, right? You get paid to spend your time. It's, it's more, it's less play to earn. It's more like just explore these projects to earn really. And I know they do that model there. So that's why some people go there to just earn DG token and gamble, but I personally don't. Yeah. And um, you mentioned with, with MediKey, so you're focusing on that now. Uh, we've looked into that a little bit here. Josh, um, I think he's in the chat right now. He he originally, I think, linked our video in the MediKey Discord. And, um, you know, we have three versions of the MediKey at this point. I believe I heard you talk about there's going to be a fourth one coming up as well. So um, can you just broadly explain MediKey for people and why mm -hmm. they should be interested in it? I know the floor now is about 2.5 for ver version three. So it, it's got a little higher barrier to entry today, but there's going to be, you know, V4 eventually that I'm sure is going to come in at a lower price point to start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the MediKey is like an idea that came up four to five months ago. And I'm not sure if you guys were in the scene, you probably were like four to five months ago, but if you remember, it was mostly art and collectibles and everyone was like, um, whenever I said the word NFT on Twitter, people would automatically assume art. Um, and it's cool, like art industry is gonna be big, but I wanted to switch the narrative and be like, well, NFTs are a piece of technology that can be anything. And so the MediKey is that on steroids. It's kind of like an item, an NFT that you can own that will have hundreds and hundreds of things built into it. So we're working with Ethermon, we're working with Neon District, we're working with many, many other games where our MediKey will give you some sort of maybe a stat boost, maybe aesthetically you'll look different in that game, maybe you'll have a special gun, maybe you'll have a special pet um, in each of those games, right? Um, not only that, but you go to Decentraland in a HQ, maybe it'll open a special portal where you can go. And after we have a conference with Mark Cuban one day, then you can go into an AMA section only if you have the MediKey. Um, there's, there's a Med Academy that we released yesterday, which if you, you can log in with the medic with the MediKey and it has like courses that we continuously update with members. So we got like a business development course, 
uh, how to run your own scholarship business with Axie, like all these courses that we're curating with the community, which you can only enter and view with the MediKey. Um, and this is basically, we're just working in as many things as we can. It's going to be a Shopify discount app, which you can use the MediKey to get discounts across different stores. But it's kind of like this thing where a one-time purchase should be, that's all you need to do, right? It's kind of like a loyalty card or a, whatever, a VIP access card, but it's, it's crazy because it can turn into different items and games and all sorts of things. So it's kind of like, well, um, you know, like all people always talk about utility and the lack of utility in the space. Ours is supposed to supposed to be that on mass level where the utility is so much that you for zero point two Ethereum, it's integrated across pretty much every great every game in the space or every product in the space. Where if you're entering the NFT world, it doesn't make sense not to have it. So hopefully our offering is so good that the millions of people will enter and there'll be millions of meta keys that people will own, not to resell, but to actually utilize because it just gives them discounts, it gives them perks, it gives them education, it gives them games. It gives them access to whatever they want in the space. So yeah. that's the idea. And uh, so far, it's not too bad. It's uh, We've got some cool stuff that we've done. Yeah, I, I heard about it when it was first coming out. And uh, originally, how it was worded to me was it was going to be something along the lines of like monthly airdrops. If you're holding the key, you're going to everyone gets this specific NFT. But it seems like it's turned more into like, like you said, a membership card where it's allowing you access to other items with, uh, you know, around the NFT community overall. And um, so you think we're going to continue to see uh, supply increase so that sort of anyone can be able to access? Yeah. Uh, so we're switching the model a little bit from what currently exists. So in the current form, what happens is people sell, you know, 10,000 avatars or X thousand of their NFTs and they build and then that community grows and that's it, right? And that's pretty good for investors because the demand pushes up their investments and that's fine. But what's going to happen is what, what, what happens if there's millions of users, there's going to be a need for millions of NFTs because everyone wants to get involved. The scalability of that product uh, eventually hits a cap. Um, and then you can't, if it's a utility project or a virtual world or a game or something like you can't get more users. And so you kind of cap yourself. So ours is something different where we want to change it up a little bit where, uh, with Axie infinity, what they did was they had mystic axes, right? Mystic axes or origin axes were the very first axes that you could have got. I think there was only like 3,400 or 4,000 all up. And, um, that's it. They all have the origin tag. And every other Axie after that was not an Origin Axie. They have now become a collector item where the cheapest Origin Axie is about four Ethereum. The cheapest Mystic Origin Axie is 30 Ethereum, uh, about 100,000 USD. So they've separated, even though they're an unlimited NFT generating company, uh, they've separated the collector base from the utility base, right? It's a very interesting economy that they've done. So we're trying something similar where the first three keys are your collector keys. And the supply of those are low. There's only 500 uh, to 1,000 supply for each one of those meta keys. And if you own all three of them, then every time we do a meta key release, you'll get it for free. So if you if you own all three, you're a key master, and key masters get every next release of the meta keys, no matter who the artist is, no matter how big we grow or how many keys we release, we'll get at least one of them for free, um, airdrop to you. So, but yeah, you're right. We will be continuously adding keys. At the end of the day, the idea is to get millions of people to have a meta key and have 
thousands of things you can do across the whole Web3 blockchain space. That's the goal. And the only way we do that is by releasing more MetaKeys. But in between the MetaKey releases, we need to add so much functionality that people are dying to get one, basically. If we yeah. drop them where the economy doesn't make sense, then no one's going to want it. And it's going to hurt the previous keys. So we have to make in special things to maintain that value. And that's why when we announced and said that the first three keys you own, you have a meta key, uh, you're a key master, then suddenly now we can drop the next set of NFTs and it's not going to affect that price much because those people want to hold it to get the next drops, right? <clears throat> so it's, you know, the next drop is going to be 5,000 0.2 Ethereum. And it's going to have its own separate artist uh, and look a certain way. And we'll we'll add more functionality to th this set before releasing the next one. But it's a lot of crafting and um, fine tuning before we move forward. We're definitely not going to dilute the space. We don't only really dilute our investors or anything. Um, but yeah, yeah. So you you'd say like the the first three are sort of the ones to have, and then. The other ones are going to give you, you know, they're granting access, but, um, yeah. Lou wants financial know. advice. He's asking for financial no, advice. Well, <laughs> well, what I'm saying is like the difference between two and three, like what's the difference between two and three? I, cause I get I, number one, that's the first. And, um, you know, having all three makes sense for that added utility, but you know, number two and number three are separated by you know, two Ethereum uh, in their price. So is there necessary, is there a difference between two and three besides supply number? The design of the difference was only going to be the supply number and the artist. That's it. Um, that's what makes them scarce overall. And then through your preference, you can buy other two and three. I think, I guess what we're finding out is that you're also connecting yourself to the artist or the brand that has built that key. And, um, Joshua is saying that I'm holding an artifact meta key. And that's interesting because Artifact Studio came out and said that if you own their meta key and only their meta key, then you'll be able to mint an Akira NFT, which is their avatar project. And then suddenly that's seen a spike in volume. Now it'll be interesting to, to you know, if we went with Artifact for meta key edition three, it would have been interesting to see if that announcement pushed that price higher than meta key two, but we didn't do that. Um, so it's, it's, you know, I guess from an investor perspective, there wouldn't be much difference between two and three. It'll be hard to tell. They're all collector's editions, so they'll all appreciate because at the end of the day, if you want to become a key master, you have to get all three of them. So that way they will all increase in price. Um, I reckon, and we've, we've designed it in a way where if that artist goes on and becomes a great artist or that brand, which Artifact is obviously going to do, then that key will also, the, the holders of that key will also have that add, added benefit. Not only are you benefiting from the meta key, adding value to it, but you're also benefiting from say artifact adding artifact growing as a brand if artifact become the next apple right hypothetically then of course the medici just on that branding alone will become um medici number two will become quite special that so reminds me of the um the night kids with pop wonder because pop wonder is a big artist uh, here obviously and so the night kids mints with pop wonder art on it are going at a premium right now so that makes sense that yeah. it's rising tide raising all boats, yeah. if you will. Absolutely. Well, so that it's every batch that we release, it'll be from a new artist and you're kind of connecting yourself to the Medici brand and also that artist. So if the Medici does well, it goes up. If the artist does well, it goes up as well. And that, I think that's the coolest part about this Medici is that it, 
like you said initially, like what, four or five months ago, when people heard NFT, they immediately just thought art. So you're kind of combining art and utility and taking all different parts of this metaverse, I guess, and combining them into one and adding benefits into it and providing value along the way, which is super cool. Super, super cool. Thanks, man. It's um, it's an experiment. Uh, basically, I got a lot of people in my DMs and they're like, oh, hey, Maddie, we're coming up with this cool new project. Do you want to work together? And I'm mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, I'm usually too busy or just just doesn't feel right to work together. But now I can be like, well, I've got the Medici community. If you can integrate something with them, like, why won't, like we can use that community to activate your product or your project and bring some eyeballs to it if you want. So there's kind of like a value share. Mm -hmm. So like, I remember Rarible uh, founder DM me before Rarible came out and they were telling me about the platform. Like it would have been cool to be like, yo, like if the Medici people can have a Rarible, a special badge for their Rarible profile, then that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. So like those are sort of opportunities are coming my way where it's like, um, and also I have a venture fund, so I'll be investing in these companies as well. And so it's kind of like, I'm investing in them, I'm connecting my founded project product into them. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to compound the value of the stuff coming my way and monetize my presence as much as possible. So that's where it all kind of, there's like a trifactor there that I try and work with. Do you, is there a, is, do you have to walk like this fine line of not oversaturating the amount of, I guess, benefits that you just throw on or value that you just throw on to this meta key thing? Or, or how do you decide, like your brain just has to be constantly thinking, how can I provide more value? How can I provide more value? How can I build this to be bigger than it already is? So like, how do you decide what, you know, you probably have all these ideas in your head every single day, like, oh, I can add this or, oh, I can add this. How do you decipher between all of those? Because it's got to be a little bit overwhelming, right? Because like you said, it is impossible to cover this entire space as one person. So like, how do you, how do you even manage that? Well, we have a team of five people um, that work in-house full-time on the Medi-Key. And we have an integrations lead that's offshore. So that's a sixth person. And I'm, I think at the moment, what happens is any partnerships that come our way, I'll just introduce them to our integrations lead and he goes on and finds out how it fits with the Medi-Key. Yep. Um, but for me, uh, it's just throwing stuff out there at the start with different variations. Okay, we've got the Medicaid, Medicademy out. How do people react to that? Do they like education? Okay, we're doing airdrops. Do people like the airdrops model? All right, we're doing um, integration with games. Do people like that? Are, there, are, people, like, are people telling us to do more game stuff? And if if they say, if 99% of the community is like, Maddie, we want more game stuff, then all right, well then MediKey will become a game oriented key pass sort of thing. So we're kind of just throwing things out there and seeing how the people react and going with it um, on the floor. Very cool. Yeah, and it seems like um, one of the big sort of terms and way that a lot of these teams are moving are towards uh, DAOs, DAO tokens, but this is, this is slightly different where I think that keeps its uniqueness where, you know, we haven't really seen many, any copies of the meta key. Like we see thousands of copies of, of punks, you know, crypto punks are getting copied every day, but this is something just way more unique. And, and like you said, you're able to change it all the time and um, on the fly in between all these versions. So um, I think, I think from your stream earlier when I was watching, it said, uh, in about two to three weeks is the the next drop of keys. Is that right? Um, I'm aiming for about three weeks. Uh, it's up to the artist. Like we're ready. It depends on when he finishes it. It's a really, 
awesome piece of art. I'm not sure if you've seen the Medicare edition three, but it's um, going to be similar to that, but like a completely different, it's going to basically tell the whole Medicare story in, in one little 3d animated piece. So it takes, it's going to take some time to build, but as soon as we're ready, about three weeks, uh, we'll drop it. But just on your point real quick, um, we definitely do see people releasing the 10,000 avatar project. The problem with that is you all of a sudden have a community that has thousands and thousands of members um, that you need to cater for. And you can't release more NFTs until you build insane utility or there's something special there, which usually takes about six months, right? Board Apes was an exception. Like they went really, they did really well. But imagine if uh, Cool Cats or like someone else released like another 10,000 avatars. Maybe they do well, maybe they won't. But um, for us, what we did is we only released 500 and stuff. We released 500 Medikeys. And then that sold out, sold out and we released another 750, right? The 750, the first 500 took 15 minutes to sell out. The second ones took 45 days um, to sell out slowly. But what we did was like, all right, that's actually good. Let's spend that 45 days, just build our team and build a story, come up with a strategy and, and really figure out where we want to go. It gave us a lot of time to build so that by the time we sold out that 40, that second edition um, in 45 days, then we had so much that we had already built to leverage that we could. And then we, we as soon as that 40, the second edition sold, we saw the three, the third edition and that third edition sold out in 20 minutes. It was really interesting because in the middle, there was a 45 day period where we had to prove ourselves. We proved ourselves and then everyone was buzzing for the third edition and that ended up selling in 20 minutes. So we're kind of releasing it in stages where we're building insane utility. We're growing to a level where we think can cater to that community because we were quite overwhelmed. It's very difficult to cater to thousands of people on day one. It's very, very hard to do that. It's, you know, you have uh, support teams being overwhelmed and, you know, everyone's asking, you know, three days later, they're jumping to another project. It's a very short attention span area of the space. So, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and say we can we could have taken on ten thousand people easily. Like we actually needed time to to find out exactly how the community was, nurture that community and be ready for the next phase. So we're kind of setting ourselves to be ready for each phase and it's a long term thing. You know, we're here for decades. We don't care Matt, if it's ten thousand avatars or something else. So Maddie, so after you were done selling out after those fourteen days, you didn't have to take a nap and go to sleep? Um, that that's an Animetas joke. I'm sorry. It's we. It's a running joke with us because they they sold out and the devs were like, uh, "We got to sleep, guys." We're like, "What? What are you talking about? We're just like, we just bought all gone? these things. We want to see them." Uh, oh, God. like so they didn't they didn't they didn't show you guys what they were. They, they didn't, yeah, they were supposed to be like an though, instant reveal. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like it it is stressful AF from a dev perspective when you launch these things, like. It's insane. Like you haven't slept for two days. You press launch. You're going through all these bug fixes. Everyone's complaining. You know, you sell out. That's cool. The money's in the bank, but you've got all these people asking for questions. I wanted to take a nap straight away <laughs> when I finished, but um, you know, we we had to. We like, and that's why we're we're fortunate. We we only had 500 sales. Imagine these 10,000 projects have 20 times that much community to cater for. Top so shot. we could have just. I mean, even oh, more. Top yeah. I mean, that's I, that's all I could think of when you were talking about that was how they just exploded and had no chance to <laughs> to it's even not. build anything, right? I mean, they just saw that hockey stick level growth, exponential growth. It's hard because they had a great model, all right. You buy these NFTs and then you can play them in the games. Oh yeah. 
but the game, the reality is that those, the games that you can build them into would take months, if not maybe a year to develop. So suddenly, if two months later, there's thousands, tens of thousands of people asking for that game or like trying to uh, find utility for this stuff, it's hard to maintain, you know, a thousand X, 10,000 X growth in price. Have we seen Hardcore? Um, has anyone seen Hardcore? The, yeah, the game. I haven't heard much about made. it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the yeah, thing. What's happening with that? You have other think, stuff to work on. Where, where's Jack? Jack will tell us about Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to Lou, though. Lou's on the same page as you, Maddie, as far as projects and slow growth, because he's been saying for a while from an investor side, a slow sellout is actually a good thing. It just needs oh, a sellout, a and, it, and it needs momentum at the end, as far as like when we're contract mm-hmm. watching. Um, because then it shows, oh, people are getting word of this. Um, yeah. yeah. But from from the creator side, I think that's important to note too, because we've, um, Carlini hangs out in our Discord that we hang out in and was talking about the Penelope's Country Club and all that stuff. And it was, for a little bit, it was kind of silly. And then he was actually building and he was actually thinking about how to provide value to these folks. And now he's executing on it. And so we're we're seeing that um, for someone that we, we chat with on a regular basis. So that's really cool to see uh, from your side nice. as well, as far as, slow growth. I want to build this community long-term. And now, um, I know it's not all about pricing, but part of it is like, let's be honest. I mean, you're mm-hmm. doing a venture fund. You're here to make money too. Absolutely. Your, your floors are great. Uh, after a slow sellout of 14 days, it's incredible. So yeah, that's, that's great to hear. 45 days, man. 45 days. My fault. 14. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> like I, it's, it's like almost two months, right? It took us almost two months to sell the second edition. And we were like, like every day we were selling like three or four and we're like oh that's cool people are finding us somehow somewhere someone's making a youtube video or something but you're right slow growth um i am such a fan of slow growth because slow growth proves that the dev is capable of maintaining um yes. value and to convince people to come in for another reason just to make money and also the the quality of people you, you get um that don't come in just for the hype they come in for the for the project and they'll they're more holder type and there's less like oh when moon questions there's less people flipping it and getting upset if the next day the price goes down 10 percent they're not upset and that's a much easier community to to run with yeah and you have you know there's over six thousand people in your discord and right now there's only what's that 2200 supply so you know it, there's clearly going to be demand the next time you go to release something because at at best there's 4,000 people that are, are part of your community right now that don't have a meta key. Yeah. Well, I had, um, when I released the second edition, I think I had 30,000 Twitter followers. Now, somehow it's like 75,000 Twitter followers and the discord has grown. You're right. Um, and everyone's asking for it, but like, again, man, like for us, it's, I don't want to sell out straight away. I feel like if you sell out straight away, we're gonna to have to deal with this this flipper mentality for a while, and it's just too stressful. Because we're not here to to. All right, you can probably make money flipping, and that's fine. But the model of the project is to to utilize it, and in the long term, it'll go up in value. So, um, you know, like even if it doesn't sell out immediately, and it takes another two days, three days, a week, two weeks, three weeks, that's fine. Like we we want it to be like that, right? But like for for the third edition, we actually announced it in our Discord first before it went out on Twitter. And in that 10 minutes pre-announcement, pre-Twitter announcement, it actually sold out 80%, um, just from Discord alone with like 2000 members. So I can't imagine what, what will happen now. Yeah. And I think it's the type of thing that 
you know, as now there's word that's out there, way more people even know what MetaKey is, but um, it's also the type of thing that even though it's a floor of say eight for version one, like the utility of holding it, like people would rather hold it than say make money off of it because you got the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The There's other value to it besides just the monetary value right now. And yeah. if you, you sell it, what if it goes up to 12 tomorrow? Then you can't just rebuy into it. So there's more people mm. holding it and not worrying about selling it. So like you're saying with the mm -hmm. flipper mentality, like there's less people that are just going to dump this off to five because they're holding it to actually use it. Mm. Exactly. And we always keep in touch. We always keep on top of the distribution metrics. So I'm not sure if you've seen, like we have a page called stats.themedikey.com where it tells you every key and I think it's called stats.themedikey.com or themedikey.stats. Yeah. But it tells you every key and how much percentage distribution there is. So out of 500 members, um, how many individual wallets is there? Sorry, out of 500 MediKeys, how many individual wallets own them? So you can see, well, is there a whale that has 100 of them? There's a whale that has 100 of them. Obviously, it's going to put sell pressure eventually. But if there's 460 owners or 460 individual wallets of 500 total, then you know that there's a lot of holders and each one has um, a maximum of two or a minimum of one, a maximum of one. So it's it's easier to release based on that. Yeah, so I just pulled it up here. Looks like- If you scroll uh, down. Yeah. Uh, you scroll down, you can see the distribution bar, yeah, that one. So 91% distributed means for addition two that out of the 750, uh, 91%, which is like what, 660? There's 660 individual wallets out of the 750. So it gives you an indication wow. if there's wow. a whale or something. So it's really well distributed. And that's why for the third edition, we waited for a minimum of 85% before we did anything. So for a long time, it was 70% and 75 and 80%. That's, that's where the flippers are moving on, right? The flippers that had like five or 10 of them, they're slowly selling them. And then a new member's coming in, a new member's coming in, a new wallet, new wallet's coming in. And now we're at 87% distribution. All right, now we're ready to, to do another one. Oh, yeah. You see what I mean? We're stat guys here. So we love these yeah. types of charts. I, I've never seen percentages like this in, in the NFTs. Yeah. Like 680 out of 750, that's that's insane. Like we see 50% mm. and we get excited. This is everything's yeah. over 85% right now. I mean, we see 25, 30 after something <laughs> yeah, sells yeah. out and we're like, hell yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. looking good because then by like an hour after <laughs> the drop, it's probably up to like 3,500, 4,000. Yeah. Well, Board Apes started to do bullish. really well once they hit like 40%. That's when they were doing really well, like 10 ETH floor and all that sort of stuff. And so, to the credit of like larger projects that have 10 or thousands of, of NFTs, it's easy. It's harder to have a good distribution. Uh, we're like this because we're small, but you know, it's still important. Like we do not drop, I think again, like our benefit is dropping in batches as, as opposed to just dropping 10,000. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a completely new model. We're just experimenting and seeing what works. But the good thing is we can always pivot if things don't look right because it's a batch model, right? Now, uh, uh, Josh, he's our, he's our MetaKey expert here. So, you know, he, he likes the idea that there's not rarity involved with this. And you know, a lot of these other projects that sell, say, a thousand of the same thing, 
you know, they, they don't have the same after effects that, that this one does because of the utility. So, I mean, do you plan on growing your team as there's more of these projects that, that come out and you're going to maybe need to add more keys? And then all of a sudden, like you said, maybe, maybe one day you have a million meta keys. Um, do you think you're going to be scaling heavily over the next year, let's say? Team-wise? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have five. Uh, we're holding back on hiring, but we need to hire like another five because eventually we're going to need integration specialists in each, each, each discipline. So like people that are chasing e-commerce partnerships, uh, people that are chasing, you know, gaming partnerships, people that are chasing this partnership. Basically we're leveraging the fact that all these products and projects already exist, like established games or pro uh, projects like Decentraland and the Sandbox. Uh, they already exist. We just want to plug into them somehow, right? We just want to be like, all right, well, here's the Medicare now in your thing, make it a something. We don't know what it is, but we'll find something that, that works. Um, we definitely need to scale. I know in terms of scaling, it's um, the culture is really important within a team. So this is where like internal, like when you're managing a team, you, you need to be on the same page. Small teams are good because you can all be in touch and you kind of know where everyone's going. Once you scale past about 10 to 15, then you start to lose the culture a little bit. So we're, we're, we're growing slow and steady. And every time I add someone to the, to the team, you know, I make sure that uh, everyone gets along and everyone's happy and they're, they're happy with what they're doing totally in line with what their purpose is in life. Like if they're an artist, they're doing art stuff, they're not doing admin stuff. So it's, um, you know, it's scaling's absolutely we're going to scale because we're going to do a raise quite soon. But yeah. And Trey, do you have a question before we bring on Reno here? Um, that one. Yeah. Yeah. So what, one of the, we've obviously thrown around the word metaverse quite a bit mm -hmm. here just, in your, in your conversations and just in our conversations and our discords and stuff. So like, I think everybody has their own definition or has their own vision in their head of what the metaverse is. So it's kind of a two part question, but what, how would you define the metaverse as it stands right now? And then in addition to that, when you think of the metaverse five to 10 years from now, how do you, how do you exactly picture that? I mean, is it like a, a ready player one where we're literally putting on these goggles and, you know, going around and fighting monsters and stuff? Or is it a little bit different in your head than that? I hope so. I hope it's like ready player one. That's what I'm saying. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm building. I that. love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was actually like one of the reasons for the medic is to kind of push that. Yeah. A bit more forward. Um, but again, like for ready player one to exist. And this is where the metaverse concept is interesting to, to kind of break apart. You know, I'm. I guess a new uh, fan of the metaverse. Like I haven't read the books and people always talk about reading the, these earlier books about the metaverse. I never, I don't read. The only thing I've I done is watch Ready works. Player Two. Yeah, <laughs> there is. Um, I've watched Ready Player One and I've also watched uh, Sword Art Online, an anime where people put on their, their goggles and they go into this, this yeah. weird world and they fight monsters. So I'm into all that sort of stuff. And I think um, at this point in time, we're building the tools to get into the metaverse. Um, the metaverse for me is a place where you can exist in a virtual space um, and take your assets with you and your people with you and go seamlessly from one place to the other. Um, so, you know, like I can take my value, whether it be my art or something. And that's why blockchain and NFTs were so interesting to me because suddenly yeah. I'm, I'm taking my, my, my real money. Like that has, I, I can literally take millions of dollars with me in what's agreed upon uh, 
virtual spaces. So it's not just my my social identity; it's also my my backpack that has money, and then this is connected to the real world to me, right? I think that that's why NFTs and blockchain was such a big win for the metaverse concept. And I feel like sometimes I think like at a very basic level, like we're plugged into the metaverse right now, staring at our screen, you know, 15 hours a day, basically yeah. buying and selling stuff. Like we live in like here, we just don't have a headset on. But I would love yeah. like in five to 10 years, I think it will come to a point where you have a headset. Um, they're lighter, hopefully they're lighter. They're not as, they don't make you as dizzy. Um, you can you can chat and maybe use your phone in them. I think one of the biggest issues or hurdles is that you can't communicate to the outside world with the heads, headphones on. So you got to like take it off and tell your mom something and then put it back on or something, right? So yeah. there needs to be a communication channel in in and out. <clears throat> but yeah, five, 10 years we'll have that. NFTs will be something completely different, I'm sure. And uh, I, I, hate to, be... I hate to be rude. Uh, we have a fiduciary responsibility. <laughs> there's, a, there's an at drop alert. Uh, casino monkeys beanie promised to pump pump them tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there's seven thousand left. There's a promise pump them tomorrow. What's that mean? If it's dropping now, <laughs> I can't. What does do your research mean? Does that mean message De- beanie yeah. and ask? It means I'm gonna tell you bird? this, but you have to look it up on your own, and you can't blame me if something goes wrong. Maddie, do your so own Maddie, research in a, in our Discord. For a thing that like lets you get alerted when there's a drop happening, I I rang that bell once and the drop sucked, and then people were just flaming me, literally saying, "Dangy, eat the shit," just just fl- just in the yeah, exactly, Maddie. That eyebrow said a lot, my friend. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, now we just do do your research, spend your own money if you want, do whatever you wish, because it used to be the label was literally minters, because mm. that felt like. You should go mint it. Now it's drop alert. Hey, this thing's available. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know how it goes. Yeah. 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 You got to yeah. be clear with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to bring on another guy here from our Discord. You definitely, you can hang out with us still. Um, I know Dangy had some questions for him. And this is, this is Reno Fox. Hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, he had a, one of the big sales yeah. of the week with us. Uh, Thanks for having me on. How's yeah. it on? We're doing great, Reno. Reno, give us the whole story because you like parachuted into our Discord and then like you're still around for some reason, but you have a lot more money very quickly. So tell me, the, tell me that story. Like, how did you get started in NFTs? How did you learn about them? How did you find our little corner of the world? So I think it started a little bit back further than what I gave credit for, but listening to um, Maddie over here, so I actually dabbled in Bitcoins back in 2014, 2015 kind of time when there were a couple hundred dollars each kind of thing. Um, I sold it at a thousand. <laughs> I, I, I wish. I God. Yeah, no, I didn't hold paper hands. Um, I, I bought a few for a couple hundred dollars, sold it at a thousand, thought I made massive profits, incredibly happy, left it, never looked at it back again. Then recently, um, about start of July, I'm, I'm a bit of a gamer. I play video games. That's what I enjoy, right? And um, I, I, I saw this thing, um, Axie Infinity, which, you know, looked cute, heard people making money off it. You know what? I want to look into it. So I spent two days, looked into it, and then I dropped seven ETH into it. I just decided this looks good. I can flip. I can make money off it. Why not try it out? Um, made a few ETH off that. Um, I'm pulling out now just because 
that seems like it's dying out. But then uh, one of the discords I joined um, was for another game, uh, Alluvium, and they had a DGN Ape sub, uh, channel in it. And they just I just saw this picture of an One, and I looked at it, and I was like, this looks really cool. I want this. What is it? How do I get involved? And then I saw the price of this stuff thinking, this is not cheap. What am I doing? <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh, what I did, I, I started doing my research. I started looking at YouTube videos, reading vlogs, reading whatever I could. And then I stumbled across this channel. And the videos were really helpful. I saw that there were only a few people in here. Um, at the time when I found a the video, there were less than 200 subscribers. And so I joined Discord to see, you know, what's happening. As soon as I joined the Discord, there was a live chat about the drop for Gauntlets. And I'm thinking, well, what's this? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. As yeah, soon yeah. as you join the Discord, like you plop in and then you're like, oh, yeah. Gauntlets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, 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 this was <laughs> so when, mad right now. This was the same time that I was like, hey, guys, how's everyone doing? I, I just found this channel. You guys seem pretty cool. I would love to learn from you guys. And then next thing you know, there's a there's a voice chat about the live drop of Gauntlet. Like, oh, this seems interesting. Let's listen in on this. And you guys are like explaining how you look at the contracts, how you guys check out um, the transactions, the pendings, the how many people, you know, the holders, just, you know, the whole shebang. The amount of knowledge I learned from that was, I would say, phenomenal. I was just really lucky. This was the day before, as I the day before, two days before, um, one launched at this time i haven't minted i haven't bought any nfts i just didn't know what i was doing so the next day one dropped at 4 a.m for me so i so without knowing what i was doing i decided you know what this is send the lamp for 3 30 woke up pissed off my girlfriend um and it was like oh it's it's five to four i better get out of bed now to go to my computer and you know try and mint one of these things so roughly five to seven minutes in i'm like what am i doing i don't understand any of this <laughs> so then i went to the contract i looked at it i checked how much people were paying in gas what ones were how many holders there were and then i figured out all oh, right that person who just succeeded paid two thousand gas for it let's just chuck five five on top of that uh, sorry, 500 guay on top of that. So in other words, um, two five. And then I, I wanted to get seven of them, but I didn't have enough uh, Ethereum in my wallet at the time. So then I had to, I fumbled my way through it, dropped it down to five, got five. And that was it. And I was just like, all right, cool. I'm going to make the sleep now. <laughs> um, so the fun part about that was that, so the reveal was what, two days after? So the days after, I got rug pulled. Uh, the next project I tried entering was uh, Boneheads. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, shit. Oh, so this Wait, is are they, like. have they Have they gone back to work yet? Uh, they have. Uh, so okay. the, the head dev of it has said that sh uh, she or he is, um, you know, fuck all the haters. Um, I'm going to show you all. We're going to do great. We're going to do whatever we can kind of thing. Um, so, so Maddie, you have a, a a confused look. Did you not mint that uh, boneheads with us? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh well, it, that mint was on a Friday, and they said, um, "Okay, bye, guys. I'm taking the weekend off," and then left, and like literally left. Did not come back in the Discord. 
<laughs> until Monday. No way. Well, yeah. what were they boneheads? Yeah, boneheads. Yeah. So they they're attached like a luxury, to luxury uh, yeah. clothing brand or something like that is kind of how they were framing it. Um didn't work out that way. So they, you buy like a base NFT and then over time you buy clothing and hats for it and you uh, the Why right people so are pumping it, I guess. The, the issue was I don't have any bonus. Is that they didn't actually explain any of that at the start. They didn't tell you that you're going to get a base bonehead and you have to buy all the accessories after. So when everyone went in on it, they were expecting something that looked cool, but it was <laughs> bare bones. That was a disappointment. That's where yeah. the fun came in and it just all tumbled down and the floor price is under minting. Um, so that was my day two. Dave, oh, and on the... I can't remember if it was the same day, but um, I also tried getting in on the roosters, the chickens. What day was that? Like two or three days after? I can't even remember the exact timeline there. It doesn't I matter. I think the chickens were on, on a Friday as well. Yeah, so I, I think that was after. So I got in on boneheads. I missed the chickens, and I was just really, really down that day. No, Maddie, the chickens are awesome. They're gonna have a game. They better have yeah. a game. So it's chicken raising. And it, you know uh, Zed Run with so they have horses, um, and basically it's to compete with Zed Run, and it's going to be chickens, and they like have weapons and abilities. So that that's like the idea of this chicken derby, um, and so that was that was a hot drop that we we're pretty high on within our Discord. Um, I know no, at this point it just sounds like we're naming random animals <laughs> and you have to decide if we're serious. <laughs> no, I um, I'm 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 used to people talking about all sorts of things. I I know people are bringing up uh, this chicken thing, and a friend in my group was like, "Manny, I got these chickens. The chickens are going to do really well." And I haven't looked into them, but you know what? They probably will do well. What's the What's the Twitter handle? Bit what loving. Chicken is what oh yeah, yeah. Bit loving. Bit loving. I'll I'll find. It. I'll put it in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like B-I-T-L-O-V-I-N. I actually sold website. my first chicken today. <laughs> oh shit. People are people are paying yeah, like so a full ETH up to for five my Cerama. That's what yeah. yeah, someone paid an ETH for my Cerama, the best whatever. It wasn't even that great. It's just a I, I think you sold well. You sold well. I could have. Could have. Yeah. Don't look back, cool. right? They are Thank cool. you, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you hold anything, Maddie, that is one of these, you know, secondary part, you know, maybe not like a blue chip project, but maybe one of these yeah. avatar projects? What's your favorite um, of those? I have, like, the only thing I got really lucky with, Oni, Oni, um, I literally just, someone made a comment under my Twitter and was like, Maddie, you got to check Oni, they're blowing up right now. And I was like, all right, let me just go check it out. Went to OpenSea um and went to the sales feed and it was like every minute there was like 10 sales going on and i was like holy shit mm. this is insane volume so i bought like the cheapest 13 for 1.5 ethereum each oh wow um slept on it for four days and then before i knew it everyone's putting their profile pictures of them and they're going for six ETH each i sold them all for about five ETH, and i was like <laughs> what the fuck just happened <laughs> um but i do have some i got some random ones i got uh uh I think I, I got like this one called Eververse. Mm -hmm. um, 
which is cool. They're, they're not selling out, but they're cool because you can buy them and play them in Steam games. And they actually got a game that looks like it's in beta where you can actually use them and they're running around shooting people. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Um, but it looks like the stupid ones are the, are the best ones. So I might tell me when there's a, a llama one or something. But I think no, there was Solana. a llama one today, wasn't that's there? There's there's like baby oh, llamas. Llama. <laughs> oh, yeah. but they stole the art, right? They stole the art. That was the fud. Oh, really? So Maddie, they, you work. by the way, you you should retract that statement. We will send you really <laughs> terrible PFP projects for you to mint. So you can retract that. You don't I, mean, I don't think you want this. I mean, yeah. we can't even go one hour on stream before people are already sending us there's a new drop at this point. <laughs> Yo, these chicken sales are going crazy. I know. Yeah, people love the chickens. The chicken and, is crazy. Um, I think because at this point the game is close. Now all of the chickens have been sold, so there's no more uh, supply that'll be added. But I think they'll have breeding, so they'll end up being more supply later. But... Just wait. Just wait. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I, I want to. We used to have a segment called Pump Our Bags, but let's be completely honest. We're now too rich to even do that as a bit. Like we made too much money in this space. Like it was. It was just a joke if people pump their bags. But we. Like I. I can't do it in good faith. But. I'm going to pump an upcoming bag for you, Maddie. And it's it's ridiculous, but I actually genuinely like it. And Reno, I promise we'll pick up your story in a minute. It's called <laughs> yeah, Crypto but... Dads, Maddie. Uh, Maddie, do you have any kids? I do. I have a six-week-old. Six-week? Six. Yeah, week? six. Congra congratulations, oh, my friend. Congrats. Oh, wow. Thanks. Thanks, man. I, I, this is not a criticism. I saw you yawn. I'm like, I don't know what time zone he's in. It could be morning. It could be night. But now it doesn't matter. I know that you're a new dad. I get it. Uh, so I've got two kids. I'm always I have sleepy. A, I, I'm like, you know how it is. Yeah. It's crazy. These two, Trey and Lou, I, someone, I think, who was it? I think it was Babs, who's, who's got three kids, actually. He said something like, being single and without kids during NFT summer, it's just, that's incredibly plus EV. Um, it's incredible. So, Crypto Dads. It's like, um, oh, God, what's the artwork, Lou, that it's like? What's Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Burgers. It's Bob's Burgers-like artwork. Yeah. And... The whole thing you were talking about how you don't want to like add too many uh, NFTs. The whole thing is you mint a crypto dad, and then you could mint a crypto mom, and then you can mint crypto babies, <laughs> and they're all in the same kind of artwork. And um, you can breed them. You, can you breed them? I'm sure there's a breeding you, game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they're, I think they was, call them crypto tots or the children. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know what? I reckon this will actually do good. <laughs> I. I'm like I'm trying to pare back on my exposure on stuff, and I'm incredibly bullish on this one because it just seems so silly. And the artwork is actually good. Um, and I generally I like the Discord. Like I'm a dad through and through, 100. So I talked about grilling, smoking meats, and what are we cooking for dinner? Like that kind of stuff with these people. It was great. Not these young kids, Trey and Lou. They're going to concerts and talking to people. Nah, unbelievable. <laughs> dad stuff. Uh, all right, Reno. So you you got rugged. You right, try I'm to get chickens. Run. Oh, I'm gonna run really quick. Right. Right. Bye, Maddie. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll jump on again maybe sometime. Yeah. So take care. Cheers. Yeah. Good. Take care. Irino, chickens. Right. You yes, try to so get chickens, but you failed. Try to get chickens. I failed. Um, that was because I didn't prepare. It was on another network. Didn't do my you mm. know my research in time, and I uh, failed that. And um, so then it comes to day three. This is the day that it revealed. I looked at it. I didn't really know what I was looking at. I was like, oh, yeah, I like the art. This looks cool. And um, then following from what you guys do, where you check out the metadata, because then you have to understand all that. 
I need to check four of my guys. And I thought, oh, these guys don't seem that rare. The, the numbers look pretty normal. Um, the backgrounds are just plain colors. And then I checked again. I was like, oh, wait, I have a fifth one I should probably check. Oh, this one looks pretty cool. You know, fancy background. I, all the colors kind of match. I like it. I, I, you know, it was good. And then um, that's, that's when everything kind of ramped up. Within the first two days, uh, within the first day of it revealing, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to sell one to just pay back my principal. I listed at two. And when I woke up, the floor was at six. And I was like, okay, <laughs> never listing anything when I go to sleep again, unless well above floor. And then the rarity tools came out and I saw, oh, awesome. I've got a top 230. Um, I'm just going to list it up for, you know, uh, so... It was a type. The type was called One, and it was only about 500 of them, I think. 200 or 500 of them. And I saw that the floor on that was about 10. So I thought, you know what? Let's just double it. Let's go to 20 for the floor. And and I told I told my girlfriend, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to list up for 20. And she's like, that's way too low. List it for more. Don't be an idiot. So I was like... Is your, is your girlfriend in crypto, in NFTs? Like, what is... Yeah, what? No, 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 she isn't. She's a doctor. She like doesn't well. She listens to me, and I tell her about it a lot. I, I talk about it a lot with her, and she follows things really well. Um, she wasn't in crypto. She is now in crypto, and I'll I'll explain a bit more about that in a bit. But um, she was just like, you know what? That looks really cool. Uh, the floor is so low. The prices are going up so quick. Why list it for so low? I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'll, I'll list it for 50. It won't sell for 50, but I'll list it for 50. And then the NFT -er, over the next couple of days started hyping the hell out of it. He started getting people like uh, Logan Paul into it. He started getting people like, um, who else was there? I, I can't remember the names, but like lots of famous people started getting in. The prices started rocketing. Yeah, Sorry. Logan Paul had that, it was what, 188 ETH? 180. Yeah, for one of, the, a one of one. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh, wow, this, this stuff is flying. Uh, yeah, I'm from New Zealand. Um, and what happened there was I was like, you know what? This might sell. So I kind of just held on to it. And then a few days later, about four or five days later, I, I was checking my wallet and I was like, I was checking my um, OpenSea account. I was like, where'd my NFT go? It just disappeared. <laughs> what, what happened? Even that happens. Yeah, you don't get an email and like you just log into your account and things are disappearing. I'm like, oh shit, what's happened here? And then I just looked at my MetaMask account. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What the hell? It was a 50 ETH sale, which is currently still in the top 18 sales for One. And the really wow. fun part about that is that I sold it to a guy who was his first day trading NFTs as well. There is no yeah. NFT winter, NFT summer lives on. We're going to the sun. I'm gonna We're going go to spend, Uranus. You know, 150k on something real quick. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, yeah. I, I looked at his um his account. There were no NFTs before that day, and he just spent like 200 something um That's... Ethereum in one day. Okay, I don't I don't believe that. I he wonder if that's just a that yeah. I bet that was just a wallet or something. That's crazy. No, no, no. Who comes um, into the it was on it was, it was on, on his Twitter as well. This guy with fifty million followers on TikTok. 
So, oh, oh, okay. He's he's yeah. a rich kid who just eat it, eat it, Jack. So kind of like the Logan Paul, like they exactly. they come over from, they have money and yeah. they're they have a big social media influence, and so he's like, I'm gonna buy something. This is the hot thing. Like yeah. it's popping off. Let me do this kind of idea. Can we just yeah. pause for a second and talk about these people that are like, when I first got into NFTs, it was like, oh, like dip my toes in the water. But like these people are like first time buying NFTs. I'm coming in with 50 ETH, like no problem. Like what? How? I had to work my way up to be able to like even justify this, right? And these people are just coming in like probably had a two minute conversation with their buddy and now they're dropping 50 ETH. It's crazy. I, I literally screenshotted when I hit one ETH in my MetaMask to my friends. It's not <laughs> literally. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's yeah. it's the type of thing where, like, a lot of us, as, as we, I think we'd call ourselves dormies when we first hopped in, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, none of us were throwing five ETH at anything because we probably didn't even start with five ETH, you know? No way. So it, it's kind of crazy to hear this. But at the same time, like, these are the types of people we need to be coming into the space and what we've learned the last couple of weeks, there's a lot of people out there that are, are willing to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on something that they think could have value and become a million dollars in a few years. And they're more likely to spend a hundred K and let it sit than some of these other people that are just around to flip. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And well, I'm one of those lucky recipients who, you know, the wealth distribution came straight to me and I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. And um, uh, what, so this what? was a week ago. Go ahead, Reno. My bad. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, um, this was about a week ago. And um, since then, there's only been one sale for Hide and Mine. So I really just Hit pulled the, the rug on some rich kid. And <laughs> it, made, it, it, it just didn't make any sense. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm happy at 50. No matter what happens after 50, if it sells to 100 after, I'm still happy with it. But the good news is I don't have to worry about that. I'm just like, it sold for 50 that's the highest it's ever going to sell for i'm sorted um and saying that i'm still holding on to three of them uh, which did devalue quite a lot from um the top uh but there's still eight to nine ETH each and it's like you know what it's okay i can hold on to this for long term now because i have enough liquidity to play with now and you um, know are do you do you spend time in their discord do you hang out over there at all? Oh, no, no, it's way too much of a cult. I, I don't like any of the single <laughs> NFT um, discourse because the, the two cultish. I don't either. Yes, I don't hang out in any of them. I know that some mm. people do, but I don't. Club NFT, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And um, so since then, I've gotten into um, Mutant Apes. I was lucky enough to be awake when that secretly dropped. Um, I wanted to get some art blocks, but I overslept it. This was the, um, what was the good one? Uh, geometry run. The curated, yeah, geometry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I, that one hurts. That one. It does. Ridiculous. That does hurt. That's the one that Bab sold for 50. He, he saw you had a 50 ETH sale, so he had to <laughs> come in and grab that with the same way. And he said he's oh. never joining the stream again. Never, ever. <laughs> I mean, I haven't now. seen Babs in a month, it feels like. It's been a while. Yeah. So, uh, so um, Reno, you you were mentioning something about your girlfriend being a doctor, and there was like a, some story there about Ethereum and crypto. So, what is her yes. take on this whole deal, the whole thing? So, um, yesterday she said she decided to make a wallet, and so because she, you know, big part of it, I just transferred her TNA for it so that she can do whatever she wants. 
you know what she does on the first day within two hours of getting her wallet? She drops five ETH on 15 Elka Bones. Oh, Elka Bones? No. Oh, yesterday? No. yesterday? Oh, Elka no. Bones, yeah. Wait, this so your yesterday. girlfriend got a successful transaction through, but I... Yeah, so, <laughs> so I, 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 you know, sat with her. We went through the whole thing. So, um, which, because we weren't sure about it. We were quite worried about it. Um, this was before everyone started saying that they had issues with theirs. Uh, what happened was we saw that, oh, it won't let us do anything. Um, the numbers didn't look right. So once again, we I did what you guys did. We took it slow. We checked the contracts of the successful ones. We checked the contracts of the failed pending ones. Uh, we looked at their numbers. We looked at their gases their, um, and the uh, GUI requirements and all that kind of stuff. And then we just copied a successful one and then chucked in 500 more. Oh, and um, the, the, the crazy thing about that one is that our contract didn't actually go through until minting finished, until 10,000 was done. They, re they announced that everything was completed. It sold out. Once again, it was a. We clicked on a MetaMask. Oh shit! One twelve. Did we just? Did we just lose five ETH? Did we just lose everything like everyone else did? Because there was no. Because we tried to put through a, a um cancel. Apparently, the cancel didn't work, but we ended up buying fifteen Albonas. We just, and and now she has fifteen of these things that are like, fudded up the hill because. The, the, um, the devs don't know how to make a contract. The devs don't know how to make a, um, what was it? Their, their reveal's going to be changeable. Everyone can just be rare now. So the whole, the whole that was project a secret, is, you know? it's not, it's hmm. on the Discord. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just so you guys know, because uh, she's now considered a godfather in that because she holds 15 of them. So she's like <laughs> in the special chat. So... What we've found out is that they've hired the dev who found that issue and told them about it. Um, and they've also got two other devs working on it. So we've got three devs. From what I understand, they're making a new contract and they're going to airdrop um, a um, new one to everyone that holds, like one-to-one -one is what I hear. I don't know if it's real or not, but that's just what I've heard so far. So... At the end of the day, we minted them for about 0.34 each. The floor's still hiding that. We're not losing anything. And that was so my first mint was One. Her first mint is Albonas. It's these these crazy, crazy drops for good or bad. I and right now I she's cannot... sitting next to me um looking um Solamas. So so she just spent like another 10k on um Solana today. On one Salama? Oh no no. Um, on the Sol okay. currency, so that she can buy oh. Salamas. Yeah. <clears throat> what Reno? Do you do you have a day job? Yes, I'm an analyst. What does that mean? Uh, that means I I play around in spreadsheets all day, look at numbers. Okay. Like a data analyst, because like, you could analyze analyst, anything. Yeah. I could be an analyst oh, yeah. of this I'm... monitor that I'm staring at, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're wrong. No, not wrong. So um, so... Yeah, I'm a Excel jockey. Oh, oh, so you're Excel. Yeah. Okay. Lou, Lou and I are, I'm a wannabe R nerd. Lou's more of an R nerd than me. Uh, but Lou's stuck in Excel hell, I believe. Is that right, Lou? Yeah, I do a lot in Excel for work. But I like using the open source 
as well. Okay. All right. Just Reno, you, you just seem to be like throwing Ethereum around with reckless abandon. Like you, you bank, you hit 50 oh. and you're like, Hey girlfriend, here's 10. Here's 10. I don't know. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, pretty much. But, um, Oh, I'm also the luckiest person in the world kind of thing. Cause like, so for example, top 20 sales in Ono. Uh, another thing I minted was killers. I'm currently top five sales in killers. Uh, battle bots. I don't. I, I, battle I bots? I'll, I'll stop. Really? I'll stop. No, what, what did you? What, did, what was your? I'm actually interested. What was your sale in battle bots? Like, I, I, I don't even know I what the highest sale would be. Enough. I didn't sell it, but I am holding like um one of the top weapons, which has like a floor higher than mint at least. I, I think it was like <laughs> it was like top seventy rarity. That's so I'm holding on to that one because here's the hope, right? It's a game. This is the first gen. If the game is fun, if people like it, when they release more there'll be a bigger community and there's no point selling it now. So I'm holding on to that one. Um, then this other random one called rebel kids. Um, oh yeah. I had those. I had those. I had, those. I had um, one. I had like 10. I, I, I bought one and apparently I bought something that had some rare necklace on it. And I made back three time, three or four times what I put into that one, even though the floors at mint. Yep. Yeah. I had, a, I had um, one. She was holding a goat. So I got, yeah, my money back. Money. I think I had four total between that and the. What was the one before? It was like familiar or something. That's part of the same project. It was like if you had one of those, you got to mint for free. Oh, nice. what? What is this? And what are we? What are we doing? This is a, like this I got a one Jeff holding a game capital special. He yeah. was what the is? one. He was telling me all about this rebel kids. What is happening? Oh, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! And so now, um. And also, I got I got unlucky with what the mutant apes, right? Because it, it just got announced, and people were thinking, "Oh, I'm just going to wait and just wait for it to go down before I buy." Next thing you know, there's a gas war for those people. So, um, I bought it at what 0.28, so pretty early. I should have been I should have bought more. Um, we only bought two. Um, lucky enough, I got an M1 and an M2 for that. So nice. we're still currently holding on that one. And um, yeah. So I just. I'm just someone who gets stupidly, who doesn't do enough research and who just gets stupidly lucky. Um, this, oh, by the way, this whole thing started because um, New Zealand just went into lockdown. And it was Wednesday night, the first night of lockdown. I was bored. And that's how I stumbled across Ono. <laughs> stumbled across 150K. As Not bad. Doing. Not bad, right? Yeah. So, awesome. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty lucky oh god damn it reno well Did i'm you... sorry you're in lockdown there you go <laughs> that does that makes me feel better i mean yeah. that honestly like now is the best time to be in lockdown because you, really you, <laughs> you don't yeah. have to be you don't have to feel bad about not being outside like come on that exactly he's living the life yeah and my um my partner's got a is on who one week um annual leave at the moment just taking some time off um it was planned well before now but now she's diving deeply into yeah crypto and nfts like the rest of us kind of thing she's already she's better at minting than i am oh she's um, much better than me you you said one week annual leave oh she just took some time off yeah. okay i i was just making sure she could have more vacation than one week oh no no, no, no. i mean 
What? Sounds like and sounds like they have a yeah. lot better than us right now. He gets to stay home all the time and just trade NFTs for fifty ETH, and even his girlfriend's dropping on these. I, and with Solana, I think uh, just a little teaser. I think we're going to talk about that more next week. But Solana got oh. real hot today. Yeah, yeah, Lou. <laughs> I was I had a, quite a few work meetings. Lou's like, well, made more Solana. Uh, well, made more Solana. Oh, made more Solana. I tried to tell you, Lou I dropped that out on Discord. <laughs> I didn't see it. Damn it! I threw. Yeah, I threw it in the salon. Not chat. on the. I know. <laughs> I it's got. Up to I don't you, hang out in there enough. It was. It was what eighty, a couple days ago. Yeah. So it's one hundred and fourteen dollars per share for Solana right now. And it was ninety eight yesterday. And going in, we were like, okay, Solana is going to be a hundred dollars at some point this week. And then twelve hours later, it was like a hundred and five. Wow. So it, it Solana's been a good run. That's a good channel to get into right now. That's that uh, is true. And anybody that bought anybody that tried to buy in to those initial drops but ended up failing, well, now we can just, you know, go look at the Solana that's sitting in our wallets that have appreciated, you know, double and triple. Um, and at least uh get to look back on that. Uh quick plug, our guy Jesse Friedland is doing a stream tomorrow on Solana. Um, so check him out on Twitter at, I think it's, uh, <clears throat> at Jesse Friedland, Friedland, maybe he's in the chat or somebody else can find the link and put it in there, but he's going to do one in Solana. Um, what's going on there. So I've been listening to regular crypto and NFT podcasts and Solana has been hot. Solana, the, a, a rep from Solana was on Kevin Rose's this past week. And then, um, a rep from Solana was also on a separate podcast I was listening to and I turned it off because they were talking Solana DeFi and like, oh, we're going to, it was very, if Chris G is still around, it's very Ripple-ish because they're like, oh, we're going to be uh, the DeFi for big banks in, in 20 years. And I'm like, ah, eh, big banks, DeFi, that doesn't really get me going. But maybe Reno will just hit the nuts in Solana. Who knows? This guy. <laughs> I mean, um, now's the time to get in before others are. That's true. When when the website's crashing constantly, that's when you love it. Oh, um, love it. oh there's an edge on Solana for sure. I just got to figure. <laughs> I got to. I kept clicking on that stupid. What was the drop on Friday? That stupid Soleta button. Very misleading. Oh true. yeah. Um, the Badgers, the, right? The Badgers. Yeah. 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 Not a good first minting experience for for Trey. People All are right, minting got, before the show. We've got two things to go forward, and I'll Reno do. I'll give you a heads up because I'm. I asked these fools for a recommendation that's outside of crypto or NFT, and these fools just had no idea what to do with that. They're like, "What are you talking about, Tom? That doesn't exist." So, Reno, think of something to recommend. I'm. I'm thinking like media, TV, movie, music, whatever. Before we get to that, um, we are, as I mentioned before, um, we've collectively hit a decent amount of money on this stream, including Babs, particularly Babs. And we wanted to give back. So here's how we're going to give back. We're going to do a charity uh, raffle next week on the show. And to enter the charity raffle, you need to go to Children's International and do a dirty fiat donation. Uh, the minimum suggested donation is $10. If you've made money in this, do more than $10. Do whatever you want. Um, we're going to be raffling off a bucket of NFTs that my job this week on top of my regular job is to grow that bucket of NFTs. Currently it's a Perlini, which the floor there is 0.21 ETH, uh, a chicken, which I didn't look up the floor on chickens, but 
it's up to Babs. It, we'll see how nice he feels about giving in the chicken. We have a Betty, that floor is 0.09. And we have a Rovi from our Rovi guys from last week. And that's that floor is 0.2. Um, I haven't figured out what I'm giving in yet. Um, who knows if Trey will? I don't know. It's kind of a nit. I will. I'm just kidding. And the kicker is we on the show, uh, not Reno, but Lou, Dangy, Trey, and Babs have agreed to match up to 1,000 in Dirty Fiat to the charity as well. Uh, so if you get to a thousand, the charity is getting 2000. Um, so we want you to, I'll give you more details probably tomorrow in the discord about how to do it. Um, but we really, I, we're just making money hand over fist. And I think it's, it's past time for us to do, do for us to do something nice. And, um, it's the deposit Kings preferred one of the deposit Kings preferred charities as well. So shout out to Pete Overzet. Um, so I don't think children's international takes Ethereum. If you genuinely want to like launder your Ethereum through me, I'll do that. You can send me your ETH. I'll pay the equivalent in USD and you'll be entered. That's fine. We'll, we'll deal with that. Um, okay. With that in mind, I wanted to do some recommendations because we've talked about getting, get away. Devs are like, oh, this is broken. Go for a walk. That's been the latest thing lately is go for a walk. They tell us, which I think is funny. So um, I will go first to give you all some time. My recommendation is uh, an album by a band called Deaf Heaven. It's Infinite Granite. Uh, Deaf Heaven is a black gaze band. Uh, black gaze is black metal plus shoegaze. Uh, so you might not like it, whatever. There's not that much screaming on this one. Uh, so it's kind of a slow roll into heavy music. Um, Ricky, who was in here, he enjoyed it. I enjoy that. That's Infinite Granite by Deaf Heaven. Listen to it loud. Uh, Gump, we're doing Rex. I don't care. I'm controlling the show. Gump. Um, all right, Trey, what do you have for a recommendation for the people? Um, you know, I'm watching the show ballers right now. I'm enjoying it. The rock pretty good cast. I'm, I'm enjoying, uh, so I'm enjoying watching that. So check out ballers. Ballers good. Reno, what do you have to recommend to the people? Uh, so there's a movie coming out, another Marvel superhero movie, uh, Shang-Chi. That looks cool. It's coming out next month. So in... September. Um, otherwise, on a nightly basis, uh, me and my partner are watching Community at the moment. Uh, the relatively old comedy, because um, she hasn't watched it yet. Love it. It's great. I love Community. That's a good one. Uh, Lou, what's your recommendation? So, my recommendation is one that oh, I God. still have to do on my own, but um, people keep telling me because of what's going on in the world right now and all that we're doing, our space and everything. Ready Player One, that's on my list. We talked about it earlier. Um, I need to watch it now after seeing everything in place so that I like fully, you know, I don't want to say get it, but I, I'll probably be connecting some dots, it's, but I definitely want to like really watch cool. it. Um, what's the, in like Black Mirror, do you, yeah. do you have you guys seen that so black mirror has an episode that is similar uh in the idea that you know the technology takeover of the world basically um and I, so i recently watched that again and you know it it creeps you out to an extent but i i, I, I have to watch ready player one that's on my list it I is i love watching ready player one i i will watch it preferably this week um i I tried to show my daughter a movie, which was she was into dinosaurs and was like, oh, watch Jurassic Park. We got to the beginning of like the kids version and she freaked out because there was like a dinosaur roaring. It was a whole thing. So I don't think I'll watch Ready Player One with her. 
Um, thank You're you all love for the soundtrack from Ready Player One. It's like a bunch of old nostalgic music. Oh. Lou, we're gonna we're gonna do an accountability bet with Ready Player One. We're gonna watch it at some point. We're we're gonna do it this week. Um, we'll figure out what the terms are if we don't watch it. Um, thank you all for hanging out, Reno. Congratulations again on that mega hit. Um, stop spending it on really shitty PFP projects, please. Um, find better ones. Un un unless you keep hitting, sure, fine. Uh, it's gonna buy everything, man. I, I don't know what's gonna hurt. Just, just everything that's you know, gonna shotgun out. approach. <laughs> shotgun approach. As Tony says, the shotgun approach has worked up until this point. So right now it works, but it. It's the type of thing that's gonna work until it doesn't, right? But mm. I think right yeah. now it's it, it's so hot out there that it's hard to fail right now with some of these. Like if they're gonna sell out, it's hard for it to fail and the that quick flip idea. Um, but I think a lot of them you can tell right away. Like if the art's really that bad, mm. you know, it just stay away. Sure. We, we can go over next week. We can do a, a state of the union, like re let's level set. It's been a while since yeah. it's weird. It's going to be completely different next week. I, well, I know, but like we still have to figure out which things we care about, what we're interested in because it's kind of different uh, for me, at least I'm my thesis is changing. Okay. Let's land the plane. Thank you all for hanging out with us on behalf of Trey, Lou dog, Reno, Maddie, by the way, uh, I know Maddie's gone, but like Maddie hang out with, hung out with us. Like that's unreal. That's Very really cool. cool. Super uh, nice guy. Back. And, and like he yep. said, like he even said it, he's like, he gained more than double his followers just for starting the MediKey. And it, wow. it's kind of crazy, like the growth that's been going on in his life as well. And, and you know, he's still well, like from super like, laid back. 2017, he's like, let's, let's learn about crypto. And now he's like, oh, I have a venture fund. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? That's crazy. Uh, I'm over here like shitting myself because I got mail about my LLC in my dumb screen name. <laughs> a venture fund. D DCL blogger venture fund. Unreal. Uh, thank you all for hanging out. We will see you all next week. Lou, hit that button, buddy. Take care, guys. Whenever, see you all. whenever you want, Lou.